Welcome to One Penny at a Time. I'm your host, Harris Elliott. Thank you for joining me here today. And we are now on episode number five of the One Penny at a Time podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to go over my buys that I have quickly ready for tomorrow, Monday, the 18th of September, 2022. As well, I'm going to go over the consumer staples portion of my portfolio, in which we'll go over the two holdings I have in there. As always, I appreciate you for taking the time to, you know, take a listen into what I have to say here. If you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and make sure to give it a rating. So for tomorrow, um, I'm actually excited for the buys that I have going in. I'm going to be putting in about $115 into a couple holdings. So um, everything that I'm putting money into tomorrow, they're all in the red. So this is a really good opportunity for me to be able to average down on the stock prices that I have on them and build the dividend income higher and more because as I'm putting in money into these lower price stocks than what I normally have them in, it's giving me the opportunity to buy more portion of the share, which makes it more dividends. So in tomorrow's purchases, said $115 would be spread out between Intel, AT&T, Microsoft, Ally Bank, and then I'm going to go ahead and then spread these out into my ETFs, or as I like to call them, my basket of stocks, SCHT, DVY, and VOO. Now, I got two stocks here that have not said that I'm putting money in yet, which I have two more, which leads to today's conversation on my consumer staples, Coca-Cola and Procter & Gamble. I'm also putting in money to both of those. It's very rare that those two holdings ever kind of go down on price. So I'm actually pretty excited that I'm getting an opportunity to do that. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to start talking here about Coca-Cola, ticker symbol KO. Now, Coca-Cola doesn't really need a lot of introduction. Uh, The most popular soft drink brand in the entire world has been around for 136 years and that's a very long time. Coca-Cola has been in the stock market since 1919, and they have been paying a dividend every single year since 1920. So that is 102 years of consecutive dividends. Now, Coca-Cola, now, obviously, they're pretty significant as far as branding goes. The red can, uh, for me as a child, what's really memorable about Coca-Cola is the Christmas commercials, which is the one with the polar bears and the Santa Claus commercial and the one with the train. Those live rent-free in my mind. And to me, Coca-Cola is a powerhouse of a brand. Now, Coca-Cola is not just the red can. There's so many other brands that fall under Coca-Cola. They have over 200 brands worldwide. I'm going to go ahead and just name a couple of them so that way you know what is under their umbrella of products other than Coca-Cola. You got Sprite, you got Fanta, you got Dasani, you got Fused Tea, you got Aguas Frescas, you got Simply, you got Minimade, you got Topo Chico, you got Vitamin Water, besides others. Recently now, now that they have the Topo Chico brand, Topo Chico came out with these alcoholic uh, seltzers like the White Claws, so they also have that under there. So they have been diversifying their beverage line pretty significant here over the last couple of years. Now, Coca-Cola. Why is Coca-Cola a part of my uh, a part of this portfolio? 
to me, I, the reason I like to have it in my portfolio, it's a defense for if the market was to take a hit, which right now it is taking a hit. And there are some negative news and about inflation and about possible recession coming out. So Coca-Cola to me is a good defense to have for that. Coca-Cola is something whether if you're a multi-billionaire or if you're not somebody who's not as fortunate financially, it hits every single demographic. Now, I remember when I was a teenager, I I, I watched this whole documentary on Coca-Cola and I can't remember what country it was. I know it was somewhere either, in, I think it was either Bangladesh or India, something like, it was somewhere like that, where a lot of people would try to recycle cans and bottles to save up a couple pennies or whatever the currency is just to buy one bottle of Coke. Then if you talk about multi-billionaires, the most, infam- the most famous investor in the world, Warren Buffett, if you literally watch any of his press conferences, he has a Diet Coke right there and ready to drink. He's also one of the largest shareholders in Coke, owns about 10% of the stock. Um, now, another topic I want to talk about Coca-Cola, and this is a topic we've talked a lot about on the podcast, about long-term patient investing. I'm going to use Warren Buffett as an example of why time in the market is better than timing the market. So back in 1987, when Black Monday happened, for those who don't know, Black Monday was one of the biggest stock market crashes in the history that we've ever had. And Coca-Cola at the time took a major hit. Um, In 1988, Warren Buffett bought $1 billion of Coca-Cola. At that time, Coca-Cola was at $2.45 a share, paying $0.02 in dividends. Coca-Cola today is right under $60 a share, paying $0.44 in dividends every quarter. So Warren Buffett has is up 1,800% from his initial investment. And I don't even know if that's even factoring all the dividends that have gone back into the company and whatnot, but that's just insane. And that's why when you when you give it the time and you let the money compound, you let the dividends compound, you let the growth compound, you'll get there. Now, obviously, we don't have a billion dollars just laying around, but you, know, you put your 10, 20, whatever you can, it, down the road, it will make a difference. And I don't even think Warren Buffett's even sold any of his Coca-Cola shares. I think he actually still holds all of them, which is, think about it, over 30 years of compounding. And it's just something that my mind can't even fathom on it. A question I've always gotten a lot was, why not Pepsi? And, you know, not to, you know, knock Pepsi, Pepsi down, you know, there's pros and cons to both companies. I just like the taste of Coke better. And that's literally why I did. I have the individual stock for Coke. However, though, I do have some exposure to Pepsi in my SCHD basket stock. It is one of the higher percent percentile in there. So I still get some exposure to Pepsi, but I rather have Coke as the individual just because I like the taste. However, I do think that Pepsi is a more diversified brand than Coke because Pepsi also does, does snack brands and stuff like that. So, you know, there's pros and cons to it. To me, though, Coca-Cola is iconic. 
it's a better tasting product and you know it's gonna be around for as long as the world still spins obviously i know the coca-cola you know profits have gone down over the last couple years i know people are getting a little bit more you know health conscience and about cutting off sugar and soda out of their diets but coke has been doing some really good research into diversifying into healthier products so some really important things here about coke um if i'm looking at the year to date so if we go back exactly one year from today, Coke is still up 8%. Coke over the last 30 days has been kind of on a downtrend. So over the last month, Coke is down from $65 on August 19th to right now it's at $59.54. So there's been a pretty good discount there. And that's something I'm definitely looking at. Another important thing about Coke, they have a pretty good dividend yield. Um, they have... 60 years of consecutive growth on dividend, which makes it a dividend king. For those who don't know, dividend king means that they have 50 or more years of consecutive dividend growth. And overall, and I'm going to talk about here what I think about Coke and whatnot, it's not going to go anywhere. And as long as Coke is still on there, I will keep buying and averaging down and building my position for however I can. Now, we go to my second stock in my consumer staples. I'm going to talk about Procter & Gamble, ticker symbol PG. If I, I bet you $1, if you go look around your house, you will find some product that is owned by Procter & Gamble. Uh, when I looked at everything they owned, this I have a pretty good amount of them listed out here. I'm just going to say some of them. I did not list all of them. So if you've ever bought the brand Pampers, Loves, Tide, Gain, Downy, Bounty, Charmin, Always, Tampax, Gillette, Dawn, Cascade, Febreze, Head & Shoulders, Old Spice, Cress, Oral-B, Mr. Clean, who's my homie, Vicks, or Pepto-Bismol, and I'm not even naming all of them, Procter & Gamble owes them, owns them. Now... Another big thing of why I like to have it Procter and Gamble, it's a good defense against, you know, the bad times, kind of like the same thing with Coke, but Procter and Gamble, just like the same with Coke, hits any kind of economical demographic. And that's really important to me because, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a multi-billionaire, you know, or, you know, or just, you know, your average day blue collar worker, you're going to buy one of these products and, it just hits so many dem different demographics that it's it's a no-brainer to have a company like this in your portfolio. Now, year to date, Procter & Gamble is actually down 3%, which is actually very, very, very strange because normally, you know, they it's very rare they get a discount. The highest they were at during the last year is about $163, $164. Right now, it's at $138, so this is a pretty good time to get that discount on there. Just like Coca-Cola, Procter & Gamble is a dividend king with 66 years of consecutive dividend growth. One thing I want to highlight here, and kind of the same thing with Coca-Cola about time in the market, if, I, if you go back to 1989, they paid $0.49 cents per share per quarter on dividend. Right now, they pay $0.91 cents per share, excluding, obviously, the growth in the stock. So by doing nothing, you're getting 
that's almost double in raising other than you know just putting in your money letting the time sit on there to think about you're getting a raise for doing absolutely nothing other than just making your contributions is insane you know when you have your nine to five job you get four to five percent a year raise you celebrate you know for sometimes with these dividends i've seen some dividends for example on target uh recently had a i think like a 20 percent dividend increase which was mind-blowing you know to get that in your regular nine to five is really hard unless you're like you know really up there so that this is why i love dividend investing is you're getting these raises for doing absolutely nothing you're literally sometimes getting a raise by watching a football game. You're getting a raise for watching a movie in the movie theater. That it's it's just mind-boggling that you can literally get raises for doing absolutely nothing. So that's why I really like to do dividend investing as it's passive. And you're getting that growth just by letting it just by letting Father Time do its thing. So with Procter and Gamble, you know, we talked about all of these products here. Over the last six years, they have been growing their, as far as their company earnings, pretty steadily. Um, I know in 2015 to 2016, there was a little bit of a dip. So it went from 76 billion for the year down to 65. But then it's been going steadily up for the last six years. We're right now uh, for 2022, they are at around $80 billion in revenue growth for the year projected. Um, with these products, with the Coca-Cola and Procter Gamble, we talk about some pros and cons. Some pros, every economic demographic can will be able to participate in all these products. They are recognizable brands. They have multiple brands under their umbrella. So for like the prime example, um, you know, with Pepsi, I mean, I'm not a really big fan of maybe the beverage, but I like Lay's potato chips. And then with like Coca-Cola, you know, I, you know, I may not be really crazy about Coca-Cola, but I like Sprite. And there's just so many ways that these products are getting in the people, you know, in these people's hands. And that's just really, really good stuff. Um, another really positive thing, in my opinion, regarding these is uh, they're pretty safe in really bad economic times because obviously what we're going through right now with like the economy inflation sometimes you got to make sacrifices you know and sometimes you got to make sacrifices with okay well let's say netflix we we have the subscription it's not important we may need to cut this out or you know just okay maybe we want to buy the more expensive tv maybe we hold off buying a tv with these products people at least for procter and gamble people need these every day for like washing clothes, personal hygiene, medication, you name it, and diapers. I mean, people, you know, have babies, they need to buy diapers. Now, obviously, that gives them an opportunity maybe to go for a lesser brand, but with these recognizable brands, it's harder for people to let those go. For example, when somebody offers me, oh, you want a Coke? And then they give me a Sam's, a slant, the Sam's Club Cola, like the one, the brand from Walmart, I'm like, that's not Coke. There's certain brands that you just don't get rid of. You don't change. You stick with those for the rest of your life because you're married and you're loyal to those brands. One of the few negative things I can think about with having these kind of companies, it's the cost of the products. Like, for example, right now, inflation is still pretty ravaging. So 
the cost on these products have been going up. So they have been getting a little bit more expensive, which the, the negative there might be where people may sacrifice their brand for a lesser brand to save money. That's one of the few like negative things I could think about there. Also, another negative thing with like Coca-Cola and Procter and Gamble, they're not the sexy hotshot stock market in Palo Alto, California. You know, their growth, it's consistent. It's not going to go crazy up in a year like a crazy tech stock. But sometimes, as I always say, consistent and boring is sexy. And that's what you need with just having that stability in your portfolio. You know, you can always make some speculative plays and go for some riskier stocks. But if you can just get that consistent growth with the dividend and in the stock price, it's a no-brainer. So in my opinion here, these are some really good stocks to hold in your portfolio. As I always say, this isn't financial advice. I'm just documenting my journey doing this and talking about all of this. And, you know, I like to share a lot of things I'm doing because I know a lot of people who may benefit just learning about the stock market not being the crazy slot machine gambling casino that it's always the media always makes out to be. There is a way to make this part of your future and for your retirement. And, you know, maybe sometimes you maybe want to retire early. Um, one of the things that motivates me is there's this YouTuber that I personally like to watch who retired in his late 40s. He invested in the market for 30 years consistently. He built a portfolio of two and a half million dollars and he gets over $90,000 a year in dividends. So right now he literally lives off his dividends. And if that ain't inspirational, I don't know what to say. And, you know, he's enjoying life. He's he recently traveled Europe and enjoying time with his family. And he keeps getting raises on the dividend. So it's like he's working still, but getting raises for just doing nothing and doing what makes him passionate about. And, and that motivates me more to keep pushing this and doing this and making it one day to hopefully there. I mean, I don't know if I'll ever make it a 2.5 million, but you you never know so you know, you know, get rich or die trying in the words of 50 cent. That's all I got for you guys today. And as always, I appreciate your time with just listening to me and, you know, spending a part of your day, just checking out one penny at a time. As always, make sure to subscribe and Give that a five-star rating if you do find what I'm doing beneficial and enjoy what I do. I'm Harris Elliott. I'll see you next time.